We're Not Sorry podcast, hosted by Sandra and Ryan. Head on over to our YouTube page and check out the video to this podcast and many more to get the full experience. Us at the hip hop, the hip into the hop, the hip hip hop at the Babe, don't stop. How come you get to do that and I don't get to freestyle? You can freestyle. You hate it when I freestyle. Go ahead. You always tell me to stop. Go ahead, real quick. No, I'm not freestyling because you always yell. <laughs> You do, you're like, oh, babe, don't do it again. All right, first of all, I don't sound like that. It's more feminine. <laughs> babe, don't talk like that. That's so nice. <laughs> this is true. Hi, and welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry podcast. We are your host. I am Sandra, accompanied by the lovely, the talented, the beautiful Ryan. Hi, everybody. <laughs> nice to see you. Uh, welcome to episode 19, titled Festival of Love. Ooh. We will be discussing music festivals, drugs, Sex and mosh pits. This is quite a juicy episode, so buckle up, strap in, and uh, get ready to have your mind blown. If yeah, you've this, never this been to a this is gonna be a wild one. We might actually episode. have like mud sex during this oh one. My gosh, okay, uh, nobody ever said that. First off, <laughs> secondly, uh, yeah. yeah, I you know I'm a big fan of music, obviously, but the festivals, you know, they got to change or they just got to go away entirely. Like, They're there's not. too much drug sex debauchery that goes I mean, on there who's who's to know what me i mean the concerts are drive up right now let alone yeah, freaking COVID might change the, the game music but. festivals festivals i thought this was america huh? <laughs> isn't this america not anymore mister um uh, uh, so sorry and people can find us uh if you, uh, you know, on, just... yeah be sure to like share and subscribe you can find us on facebook youtube instagram itunes google sound Google SoundCloud, does that make sense? Google Podcast. Google Podcast, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. <laughs> Kidding. Um, and make sure you tune in next week for episode 20 that is titled Reality Check. And we will be inter- interviewing our friend, Kelsey Parkin, who has been on reality TV before. So Yes, uh, um, she'll share with us all the uh, the secrets behind the, the scenes. And um, yeah. We spoke with uh, t- uh, my uncle, Todd Tucky, who owns TNT Amusements, Inc. There's a free plug. Yeah. Uh, who has also... <laughs> Also, uh, been uh, behind the scenes of some of these reality shows. Like yeah, they're just, they're just multiple. It's so phony and fake, but it's all you know, staged. It's great for promotion, sake. entertainment. Yeah. yeah, and entertainment. At the end of the day, they have a producer and an editor, and a you know, uh, they got to put together an entertaining package that they you know. Uh, People can consume, yeah. Right, they compile all this, you know, video footage for the network, and then they have to piece it together to make it interesting and worthwhile and fun. And uh, they you know, cut out all the parts and make you sound like an asshole when really they, they just only took a snippet of what you said and stuck it next to something else now. <laughs> but yeah. I'm sure that happens a lot. Um, oh, of course. But yeah, so music festivals, this should be interesting. Yeah, let's uh, let's dive in here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, right out, right out of the gate, have you ever been to a music festival? I've been to concerts. I have not been to a music festival. You have not. Okay. Well, so. Wait, to my knowledge, I don't think. No. For those of the for those of you who are unfamiliar, a music festival typically is like a two to three day event or a week over a weekend, typically, right? Yeah. And they have a large lineup of uh, musicians. It's like I want to say typically about fifty musicians. It's like ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, and like they've done studies to show like which concerts or sorry which festivals are best to get the most bang for your buck. For example, like if you have a, a festival that has a hundred musicians and you only paid a hundred dollars a ticket, like the price per musician is so low that like 
even if the music sucks, like you're yeah. having a you're having a quality time for your money. You I, know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. better than paying three hundred bucks for like a concert to see Madonna, <laughs> like well, one artist. You know what I mean? Well, you like, don't get to keep your cell phones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I think people go for more of the ambiance and the the festivities that you know. It's a large party. Go on with music festivals. I'm not sure that they're necessarily there for the music as the. They are there for the uh, nature experience. The mischief. Because like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would want to be camping in the middle of the summer in a tent well, that's with the thing. bugs it's, and a bunch of other people and no privacy. The allure of the festival is you get to listen to a lot of, like, it's basically just music 24-7. Yeah, but what about sleep? And you all I guess you don't need together. any if you're doing drugs. It's like a wilderness <laughs> kind of camping adventure. But like, look, we're thir- we're in our thirties. Yeah. Does that sound like something we want to do right now? No. Like, probably not. I mean, maybe when Boom. I was in my twenties, if that, I, that was presented to me, I'd be like, yeah. If let's you can go. get me like a nice, comfortable queen size bed, I think oh, it would be all right. Gosh. I know he's. I'm never taking this. <laughs> like, look, camping. I'm out by like eight p.m. Like, I'm not staying up for all these musicians. <laughs> you know, eight p.m. Mm-hmm. Lies. Don't believe him. <laughs> so. Here's here's my issue with these festivals. Like the music is typically terrible. They have a lineup of fifty people, of which maybe only two are popular, and then they come on like different nights. So like one of them will headline the one, let's say, the Friday night, and then Saturday night will be the second headliner, and then the rest is just followed by like local shitty bands that they found. You know, Not all of them are shitty because a lot of people start out local and grow, and I think music is cool to see it develop in that way. I mean. I like, have to be the lo- I like discovering stuff before it becomes big. You have to be a lover of the arts. I, I love. Think. I love the arts. Yeah, I, and I think that's I who love, it appeals to most. Yeah. It's like the people who are kind of campy, <laughs> who uh, love to just kind of sit at home and listen to music all day long. Love of nature, like, I would say too. Because they, a where lot they of sit people... outside with their beer and like kind of, hey man, what's going on, dude? I don't know. You got to listen to the words, I man. Think, I think. I think there's a lot more than that. You know, yeah. I think that being social, like you get together, you know, you don't just go to a music festival by yourself. You go with a bunch of people, you know, so you're going with all your friends and family members, maybe. And I mean, to festivals. Yeah. And then you meet no. new friends there. No, 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 no. That people, does not happen. People do. I My friend told me specifically about a story, how she gets together with a group of people and they go to a festival. With friends. What are you yeah. Talking about? It's yeah. typically not family, though. It's I mean, friends. you could be going with their sibling very well. So and what we'll be getting into eventually, drugs, sex and mosh pits. A lot of it's just debauchery. Like there's a lot of bad stuff going on. People hooking up with strangers and shit. Everyone's on drugs. Everyone's trying to fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But like, all right. So music festivals. No one's going Wouldn't, with their cousin and right. be like, hey, man, I on. just noticed your eyes. I have That's to, cool. I have to interject. So have you ever heard of the music festival <laughs> Creation? I have not, but it sounds terrible. Okay. What well, it? it's a Christian music festival. So I don't think that that would be able to fit into this category. But it, they do have a lineup of a bunch of bands. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure you camp away in a tent. Um... I've never been. But See, that sounds I cool. was ex- I was exposed. <laughs> like, who wants to go to that? I mean, people who listen to Christian music and believe in God. But All right. I mean, yeah, it seems it's a pretty, it's your clean festival. So if you want a clean yeah. festival, I guess. Something to send the kids you're to. You're going to creation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this stuff, I don't know. Well, let's take a look. Don't at, trust anybody. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a look at some of the <clears throat> largest music festivals in the world. Now, the United okay. States has, uh, let me see how many are uh, 10. So they have 
six of the ten largest. Um, the largest in this case being obviously. I can't see numbers. I think it's Summerfest. Now I've actually never even heard of Summerfest. That's in Milwaukee. But uh, Summerfest pulls in about 770,000 people a year. What the heck? Where do they put all the poop? <laughs> no, really. Yeah, where do you put all the poop? <laughs> and that's followed by Coachella with 750,000. Now, the largest in the world is uh, is actually in Rabat. I don't know where that is. I can't even but see. But it's called Mawazine. Uh, Rabat. Two, 2.5 million people getting together for a festival. That's unbelievable. I wonder what kind of music they're listening what to. What do you think kind of COVID transactions are going on there? <laughs> I don't think they're <laughs> happening anymore. And then uh, followed closely is uh, in Vienna. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Don, Donis Fest. Don, Donis Fest. <laughs> 2.4 million people. That's unbelievable. That's Those a lot of people. Are, yeah. Un- it un- sounds like numbers. music festivals. I mean, we have the most in the United States, but it sounds like the amount of people that are going... Oh, Poland Rock. That's kind well, of cool. Right. And and so, as we mentioned, the top seven music festivals in the United States, in no particular order, are Coachella Music and Arts Festival in California. We have Burning Man, Black Rock Desert, uh, Nevada, sorry. Uh, New Orleans Jazz Festival. That actually sounds like a good one. Yeah. Um, South, I'm sure you've heard of this one, South by Southwest, Austin, Texas. No. Uh, it's very popular with the music and the comedy. I thought that was an airline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think they had an episode of uh, that MTV show uh, where they, all the people are like staying at the house. What they, what they call that? Babe, I don't you do don't TV. watch TV. Do you? Oh my dear God! <laughs> you know uh, this about me, though. Luck- no next surprise. Texas has another one actually. Uh, Luck a reunion. I never heard of that. Texas is a apparently big that's music thrown state. by Willie Nelson and his gang. Uh, Governor's Ball in New York, and then we have Lollapalooza Festival in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, really, uh, yeah, unbelievable numbers here. That's a lot of people. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I wonder... A lot of people that love music and love drugs. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, like, how sick people get, like, after festivals. Not only from detoxing like, from drugs, but, like, yeah. from being around that many human beings in one... You know, I work at a school, so, like, I'm getting sick left and right. Now, not anymore with masks, but... So, funny... Uh, not funny, but uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Glassenberry, I believe, has three deaths a year. Now, three out of 540,000 attendants. You're like, oh, yeah, good numbers. It's not bad. But, you know, still three people, people die. die. And they're yeah. probably, if I had to guess, from drug, drug overdose. overdoses. Yeah. yeah. So, it happens. Um, once again, the numbers or aren't heat staggering. exhaustion. Heat like, exhaustion. So, how yeah, these are... How are resources being provided for these people? Yeah. Like, are they packing coolers? Like, are they... I mean, I guess if you're camping, you kind of have to prepare for yourself. And I imagine they have to sell stuff, right? Yeah. I just want to see the number of, like, the money that's being brought in by these festivals. So, you know, first of all, they got to pay all these artists. An ungodly amount yeah. of money. Yeah, and I can but, imagine that's in the But, I mean, the cleanup crew has got to be a right. bitch. I would never want to clean up. You got security, you got promotion, yeah, the infrastructure, The right? drug tents. Drug, <laughs> drug tents, which we'll talk we'll about in a minute. We'll get into that. Yeah, so just truly fascinating stuff. Now, uh, porter potties—they probably do porter potties, <laughs> or they dig holes in the ground. Now, <laughs> we didn't mention this festival. Now, this is the gathering of the juggalos. Oh my! Um, are you familiar with the Insane Clown Posse? They are like a rap hip hop group. I know who they are, and I feel very bad for the people who are in. I they just look like dumb rednecks. Look. I'm so sorry to say it, but it's like, <laughs> can you just get some common sense? This is not okay. If you're going to a kid's birthday party, maybe, but like, let's all paint our faces like clowns and go like <laughs> listen to some really awful music. Like to each his own. Hell yeah. To each his own. 
But this is not... They, okay, so for, if you're not familiar with the Insane Clown Posse, they paint their, the fans, that is. They're actually, first of all, we should state this, they're actually now considered a, uh, a gang legally they're a gang so they can no longer basically gather in this format so wait they, so like the bloods and the crips kind of a gang yep what they're considered they- a gang because of the violence because of the drugs because of the debauchery yeah uh, they're almost like antifa so it's just <laughs> i mean and i hate to say it's mean oh, please don't judge me it's like yeah. white trash shit now they love each <laughs> other right but yeah. like yeah if you're like the opposite like you're just like an outsider and you try to come into this environment like they'll beat the shit out of you and i'm sure they could dis- dispute that but you know I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Well, so let's watch this video here. Oh my. Yuck. It's love, it's family. Dear God. Any other place in the world, you wouldn't want to walk up and just sit down with random strangers and sit down and have a conversation. Back in 2011, I... (laughs) Gave my kid's dad a job on the Ferris wheel. What? Where are the kids there? You guys are the Black Hawk witches. Yes, yes. What does that name or where does that name come from? Because we can fly on our lips. Fly on our what, what are you doing to these feet? I'm making know. passionate uh, love to lips. them. Oh, with your mouth. With my mouth. Look at these guys. I want to go to this festival. What is he doing? Ew! Toes. So they do this. I got my collar on. So they do this yeah, every year. I believe this was the last year they were able to do it. I am a submissive. So if every, anybody's like any guys or girls try to come up, hey, you know you're hot. That sorry, I'm taking. Uh, no, no one's ever said that. Oh my. Sorry, lady. There's doctors, there's lawyers, there's crackheads, there's clowns. Everybody's in right. here, man. And this is a place to be, man. Yeah, man. I'm just here for the music, man. I understand. How did you get the nickname Dildo King? Because I brought a whole bunch of dildos here and just started running around with them and stuff like that. And what? That's how you would do it. Came to be. <laughs> it sounds like these people are really sexually, you know, Dear God. oriented. Check I don't want to say it's chaos because this is normal, magic. Now, babe, when I met you, you looked magic. like that. Yeah. Okay, so don't judge. <laughs> okay. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. I don't find anything appealing about this you lifestyle. You saw something specifically very interesting the other night. What was that? Um, I saw a centipede on stage. Three women. What? Oh, human centipede. Yes, human centipede. Holy shit. Does it all matter that these feet are uh, all kind of all dirty and been out here walking around the campsite all day? No, sir, that's seasoning. Ew. Oh, you, know, you got to put seasoning on your chicken, right? Right, right, right. I wonder how often better. he goes to his dentist. The seasoning. Days of Seasoning. Dude, he is Lots so of days of seasoning. Ew, and he's like caressing her legs. His shirt. I lost my weed breaking up a fight. Uh, there was a fight. Some girl got elbowed and you know, an accident when I started breaking up. But I lost my weed and uh, <laughs> so I was like, Babe, you know, uh, 2021, we're there. I had $4 or $6. I'm going to paint your face too. Paint my own face, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't Where understand. Else can you be like the grubbiest, dirtiest little person and enjoy the people and enjoy the music and like Wendy's. see people you don't see? <laughs> <laughs> like, people that come to America just for this. Hell yeah, man. People coming to America. No, people shouldn't be coming to America for this shit. Dear God. Do, do you think this is what people imagine America's like? I don't know, but it's really fucked up if that's the perspective. <laughs> that th- I mean, they probably do. People think we're a joke. Yuck. You just 
You just gotta go with what the vibe, man. What the hell? You just don't understand. You gotta go with the vibe. I've had a threesome once before, but that was with another girl and another guy. But you know, I mean, if it comes to it, then yeah. I mean, I want I want to experience everything in life. You know, I don't want to be Did the hermit crab in the shell. What no. makes for you a quality foot to Dude, worship? He's still going to town on that foot. Well, and he's like, he's treated like chicken. Good, well, it hasn't been half an hour. I bet I'd rather spend a good half an hour or more with a pair of feet than just do like two minutes, you know? Jesus. What? I saw like four my first day, and then they get a little hesitant in the daytime. They don't want to be like all balls out, which I get, you know. It's a music festival. Body, oh. At night, we see hella. Uh, let me see. And is that awesome or what? Is it it's a cool. nudist? Yeah. They, they, uh, I mean, it appears so, but pretty much out, right? They also do yeah, wrestling the at these. They do stand-up comedy. They do wrestling. They do topless uh, contest. What? They do uh, slap boxing. Yeah, because that's fun. Hey, at least they're giving you, your, your, you know, some entertainment value. <laughs> Once again, now, now labeled a gang. We can see why. It's on fire. They um, they've been banned from like cities. Uh, I don't blame. Yeah, so they're they're having a hard time. By the way, only twenty, only twenty thousand people attend this a year. I mean, not only, but it's relatively small compared to these other festivals. I think the last one was in Ohio. Uh, I want to say last year. I don't know if they were allowed to lose all your money. This is. And family is still providing. Pathetic. It's so great. It's just love, man. It's love. It's Interesting story. That's actually Justin Bieber. Oh so he's God. really let himself go during COVID. Right. And uh, what? He's lying. All right. Don't listen to him. <laughs> um. How's that make you feel? That. That's not how music should be enjoyed. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, I've been around some pretty crazy stuff in my life, but like... It took a turn. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I was also like in a bubble from 13 to 18 and like a in a Christian cult, I guess if you want to call it that. Um, and so there's a lot of things, a lot of, you know, I was kind of exposed to this. I didn't know it was at this extreme, but I think I'm better off not knowing. Um, yeah. Because that's... I agree. That's... That's that's not how life should be enjoyed. <laughs> I I don't yeah. Alright, well no. since we're on the topic, let's talk about drugs. Clearly right. a lot of them were on drugs of some kind. Yeah. Um drugs well, are rampant in these scenes. Uh and we'll be talking about um, you know, what you can find at most of these festivals. Um obviously marijuana of, and we uh, sorry, marijuana and alcohol are the big ones. I think I think people be popping a lot of pills here too, and that's kinda scary because like you don't know if you're going to get freaking date raped or kidnapped or like, I'm sure really psychotic people go to these festivals just to target druggies because that's, they can that's a and then issue. sell them into sex yeah. slavery and all. Like, I don't think people realize the irresponsibility that they are and, and, and the danger and the risk that they're putting themselves into. There's a way to like do things and right. be safe and there's, have fun. There's but, some people that can just go for the music, yeah. you know, and that's, that's... And you could have a couple beers, smoke a joint, whatever. Do like enjoy yourself. But like once you're fucking popping pills and taking ecstasy and going to drug tents to have your... Yeah. You know, <clears throat> yeah, drugs tested. You might need to like reevaluate your yeah. life at that point, you know? I mean, uh, maybe there's some... Don't let it get that Hardcore far. hippies. Holy I, cow. I have a feeling that hippies are mainly into music festivals, you know? Yeah, but a lot of them are, are usually like the ones that aren't into like, you know, 
monogamy or, or uh, uh, you know, uh, marriage and being with one person, like a lot of them are into uh, polygamy. You mean what STDs I meant to say. and... Yeah, they're a little liberal with the, the condom usage. And multiple you know? children yeah. throughout the U.S. Oh, my. Well, I mean, <laughs> drugs will definitely uh, take you some places you don't want to go. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess with music, it goes hand in hand because it's supposed to enhance the effect of, you know, the music. But Yeah. So so like when so you're going to pay two hundred dollars, let's say, to go to a concert. Okay. Oh, this, a sorry, a festival a festival. Yeah. So you're sleeping in a tent like I think a lot of times they take the drugs to kind of just get through the weekend, too. Like it's almost really? like a job. Yeah, because like you're gonna be bored. I think at a certain point, just listening to music in a tent, like you sort of have to drown out the noise a little bit, which the alcohol helps, yeah. right? Because uh, you know we talked about sports and tailgating last episode. Like it's a long, it's a fucking two to three day tailgate, basically a tailgate party. Like yeah. you're out in the sun, you are or dirty, the rain. you haven't showered. Yeah. yeah, you're dirty. You smell like drugs are kind of like all right. Well, this will help me get through it, kind of. Uh, it was sort of like a pain reliever. I'd be reliever. taking bird baths with water oh, bottles. Would you? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to stink. And I would be over you feeding you like a food like a bird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Babe. <laughs> Thrown up in your mouth. Ew. Shitting on you. Um, Ryan. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> yeah, so drugs, obviously a huge issue. So let's dive into those numbers. Now, percentage of people who've used a substance at a festival is very high. Now, 75% have used uh, alcohol, which is like, you know, pretty typical. I mean, it's legal. 40, almost yeah. 40%, 38 have used marijuana, 13%. Now, this, is had, uh, sorry, this has been going on um, uh, increasingly uh, more popular and popular uh, in festivals. It's MDMA, Molly, and Ecstasy, 13%. That's been increasing year after year. And, uh, and we'll get to the festivals in a second. What else is on that uh, list? Mushrooms, 8.5%. LSD, 8%. Cocaine you see, uh, has been growing as well. The, the, the molly, the mushrooms, and the LSD kind of take me by surprise in their percentages compared to marijuana and alcohol just because you would think that people going to these music festivals would be more interested in something more... You know, enhancing. Yeah. Well, the Molly's what it is. I mean, Molly. But Molly's only thirteen percent compared to thirty-eight and seventy-five. To me. Well, well. So they surveyed a thousand festival goers, and these were the results. So maybe some people were lying, or maybe they just couldn't remember. Uh, I mean, but yeah. yeah I, I, but I'm saying those numbers are shocking. I, I would think that hallucinogens farther than marijuana would be well, on a higher scale. So it also depends on which concert you attend. Oh. So. So in general, of a thousand people, thirteen percent are going to be using MDMA, Molly, et cetera, right? However, burning holes in their if brain. they go to, uh, sorry, let me see here, where is it at? Where is it at? MDMA, yeah. So if you go to the Electric Daisy Carnival, almost thirty percent are using MDMA. Oh wow! So see, third, that's what I'm saying. That's right. what I would expect. So the music depends on, you know, oh, I, yeah. I need to be up for this one, so I'm going to start taking LSD and shit and fucking tripping balls. Oh, this is very okay. <laughs> so then Burning Man is seventeen point nine. Burning Man's a problem. Okay, so Burning Man across the board appears to have the most diversity of drug use. It leads in marijuana, mushrooms, LSD, opi- op- opioids, and other illegal substances. Um, the the other really popular one is uh, South by Southwest, I believe, and Bonnaroo. So, if you go to Burning Man, people are going to be on fucking a wide collection of drugs, like a concoction is that'll it, kill somebody. I mean, okay, 
to me, that's kind of scary too. Because yeah. who the fuck wants to go somewhere where you're seeing people nod out and dip and out? Like to me, that's depressing. It's sad. It's it. Uh, well, and in general, cocaine's not a problem. But at at the ultra festival, almost ten percent of the audience is on cocaine. So like, you get these up tempo music that's yeah. like, oh yeah, I gotta be up fucking all night for yeah. this one. And then like, you know, you start taking drugs and tripping acid and. You know, next thing you know, uh, you got your cousin pregnant. Well, I mean, um, the DMT is low there. I'm kind of surprised on that. Opioids aren't that all that high either. But I'm really, I, I will say yeah, that Yeah, the electric I, daisy factory, the, or the, carnival rather. Is the a, mushrooms at 19.2% <laughs> for the highest being at the Burning Man concert. That kind of, I, I'm really shocked. I really would think, you know, alcohol is actually a pretty high. Alcohol, alcohol is common at South by Southwest, which is in uh, Austin, Texas. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're down with that. Like, they're not into hardcore drugs. But they I probably mean, smoke weed there, too, I'm sure. The alcohol percentage is the highest out of all of these other things. And that, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't have expected those numbers. Yeah, but the bad um, ones appear to be Burning Man, Ultra, and Electric Daisy Carnival. So just so don't, don't go send there. your kids there. <laughs> yeah, don't let them go. I don't care if Limp Biscuit's playing. Just don't send them. Yeah, kid. right. They're terrible. They might not come back. <laughs> Ew, Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Ugh. Did all for like, the nookie. Let's go so, listen to some Creed. <laughs> so, so some of these places have been introducing these things called harm reduction tents, or uh, basically they're drug checkers. So by if, the way, this is not in the United States of America, which is crazy. Uh, I can't verify that, but I will say um, it's probably going to be soon uh, just because it's safer. So they're ultimately, they're looking for ways to reduce the number of people that get overdosed at carnival, or I keep carnivals. saying carnivals. I know, they're right? basically carnivals <laughs> yeah, right? for juggalos um, <laughs> at these festivals and, uh, and, and, you know, reduce the number of people that die um, from dehydration from drug use, right? So they have these drug checking tents. If you if you are able, <laughs> I'm not encouraging this, but if you're able to get through the front gate with drugs, once you're inside the festival, you can go to a tent to check if the drugs are like safe or if you buy it off somebody at the festival. I'm not encouraging that. I'm just, okay, I'm just... <sighs> but once again, they'll check it for you, say, oh yeah, your, your MDMA is... Uh, you know, it's not laced. real. Yeah. It's authentic. Yeah. Have fun. They won't steal it. They won't confiscate it. They won't throw you out of the festival. If, you get, caught at, it. if you get caught at the entrance, they could throw you out of the festival. Well, so throw you out of the you're, gate you're, before you even get you're in. You're hiding it really well in places yeah. that, yeah. So yeah, their whole, their core purpose is not to like arrest you or get you in trouble. It's to make sure you're safe with your okay. drugs. So why do they, 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 <laughs> it's throw, like a safe injection they throw these, no, that's, that's, there's no such thing. Um, why do people throw these festivals knowing that there are these drug parades and it's just bound to be chaos? Like, granted for money, but like, we're clearly allowing this somewhere in the world where it's like, oh, come here and do your drugs and we're going to make sure they're safe for you and you go enjoy the show. You know, like, well, I you don't, know, I don't that's think not that's in the fine print of the ticket. Like, they're not going out of their way and saying like, hey, you can do drugs here, but it's like, if you come in, it's fine with us. We're going to look the other way. Look, I'm all for drug form, drug reform, and like nothing should be illegal. Like, just be safe with it. You know, like for example, but you shouldn't be driving behind the wheel of a car. People when you're are, on LSD. and I know so many people that struggle with addiction, and it's yeah. and it's really, really, really sad. I've seen many people go over the years, and it's mm-hmm. like things like this. That's like the highlight. That's where like addicts are like, oh yeah, we're gonna have a great time, blah blah blah, and they like live on these highs, but these highs are only. You know, how often do you go to music festivals? Yeah. So, 
it's look t- i'm not proud of it you know but uh it's better than not having it at all and then people dying and overdosing and whatnot mm, um you know. i don't know i'm having a hard time seeing the positives here just because i know <laughs> so many people who have been affected yeah. negatively by drugs i completely it agree. personally you know makes me uncomfortable thinking i mean i'm i'm glad knowing that i've never been to a music festival the things that i know now because i don't think i would like to go to one because i don't think i'd like seeing people in those conditions and states it would probably Smoke weed every day <laughs> it would probably <laughs> fuck with my juju and i couldn't enjoy the music because i would be seeing people doing things that would make me feel uncomfortable oh yeah people like they will fuck in the middle of the festival they'll you know, people are getting like fingered and hand jobs and stuff. I mean, and that's just, and people bring kids. Yeah. Like people bring kids to festivals. I don't see too many, but you know, keep them on a leash. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've, I've heard plenty of Ugh. stories of bringing young ones to festivals, but it's, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, I don't know if I would ever go to a festival like that. I've been to the made in America one, but just for a night, like, yeah. you know, and you didn't, it was, it's a little different. Like the Made in America, by the way, is in Philadelphia, if, if you're not familiar. I think they do a few of them around the, the country, but um, yeah. And it's, that's fun listening to the music, but like all the other activities, eh, not really into it. I think it's better for single people and yeah. people that just like to party, like, you know, club goers. Swingers, yeah. Yeah, swingers. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're at the uh, the gathering of the Juggalos, I'm sure. Yeah, they have their pineapples upside down in their carts. <laughs> So let's uh, let's find out, you know, what the drugs are like at these at these festivals. Let's here. find out. Let's not pretend that we did. You could get every expert opinion on the issue of party drugs, but party. no words could be more sobering than those of twenty-year-old Kynan Mainwaring. Almost everyone's on something. He loves a dance party. Freely admits he takes drugs and is willing to publicly talk about it. If you were to get pure MDMA, it's like it, extremely safe. I meet Kynan in an empty suburban park where he gives a shocking insight into the addiction that's gripping young lives. The heavy beats, the bright lights. I mean, I like People dancing. Have like a <laughs> I like music. Right, you like you can like it without the drugs. <laughs> this was Kynan, not just high on life, at the recent DEFCON festival in Western Sydney. I took two MDMA capsules and just drank plenty of Powerade and With water. With that eye piercing, shocking. <laughs> Kynan believes he had no need to be worried about taking drugs because he was prepared. There's a lot of supplements you can take like magnesium and fish oil and vitamin C. It will stop the, um, what is it, like the neurotoxicity in your brain. Like it'll help a lot and keep your blood pressure a bit lower, help your heart. So do you think that there's... I mean, or you could just not do drugs and drink water. (laughs) Right? Have a beer. You don't have to to take fucking MDMA. Explaining how illegal drugs are getting through security checkpoints. They'll put all the pills in the condom and maybe put like coffee in it or something to try and cover up the smell in case they sniff the dogs there. And then they'll just put it inside themselves. Yeah. I've heard of stories where people will go there before the event starts. They'll dig holes and put it in there and come back and hopefully they find it. What? <laughs> like a Not dog, so like a squirrel. Is the cost? <laughs> it's about $25 outside of DEFCON. But when you get into DEFCON, the prices go up because of the risk they take to bring it in. So it's roughly about $50 a capsule inside. How much so can dumb. somebody make in one night at one of these festivals? Um, I've heard of people making a couple grand in a night. What? It's pretty crazy. 
it's not something I'd like to risk doing. <laughs> Dude, if I just have a couple how, beers, like, many, I'm feeling good. Okay, hold on. How many, how many pills are you shoving up your butt if you're making thousands? Just yeah, think about that. <laughs> okay. That's basically it. Unless where it, are the sellers you have multiple butts that you're Probably showing them up. Probably most likely be from gangs. So, you know, like, obviously, there'd be kingpins of drugs where people would get from, and then it'll go to... Eventually, it'll go down to the people that sell it. So, it, like, there'll be the middleman and the person that sells it. Or yeah, there's even the dark web. Are you worried at all that these are illegal? The dark web's a real thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Not necessarily. You're familiar with that. I'm oh, like yeah. Oh, I've, it yeah. Or, I've heard lots. I think once once you've taken it, then there's not much a cop can do about it. Finally, the burning question, and perhaps the most telling. If you tested your drug and it came up that it had something bad in it, would it change your mind about taking it? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Of I'd course, he says. Oh, really yeah, I mean, I have ethics. <laughs> it'd save a lot of lives, let's just put it that way. Oh, shut the I'd fuck up. Hearing Kynan's interview certainly hit home for these two fathers. The cracks in their faces perhaps signal they've weathered the pain of burying a child who made the deadly decision to take illicit drugs. Yeah, this ignorant Which fuck exactly thinks like, oh yeah, well, you know, and, uh, I'm doing the right thing, I'm cool. As well to deter it's a dumb thing to he's do. He's got it all wrong. He really has, but he's only a young fella um, who thinks he's right. And drug users always try to protect what they're doing, and it's a sad thing. But this it? is the attitude that's out there, Tony. I know, and that's the attitude <laughs> we've got to change. And, they're two grieving parents who couldn't disagree more when it comes to pill testing. The controversial idea which would allow partygoers to find out exactly what's in the illegal substance they're planning to take at an event. Drug tents. Tony Wood argues it wouldn't have saved his daughter Anna, who died after taking ecstasy when she was just 15 years old. Uh, Anna left not that night, she put her arms around me. What are you Lucky doing? Lucky see you tomorrow. 15, Tomorrow that's she so was a, sad. A vegetable. Comedy show, say, folks, comedy show. Which, hey. which is what Anna took. And uh, it's still going to kill kids. Anna's other friends took the same drug that night and they survived. They didn't have a problem. But Anna was the one that it took. Damn. It's been that's why it's dangerous. Like, look, you don't know what's in your genetics Damien that could cause you to just yeah. have a seizure, you know, collapse. To make people think twice has got to be worth Yeah, time. but when people are in that mindset, We've they're not thinking about that. I, I listen. Lives. Let's see face the reality. Uh, 10 seconds. That in 40 years of using the prohibition approach, <clears throat> it hasn't got through. It hasn't worked. I listened to this podcast. Uh, it's called job, The Legion of Skanks. Okay. <laughs> and uh, on the show, uh, you know, there's like four or five people on the show at the, at the time. They laced, they, they drugged one of the hosts, they put uh, LSD in his beer without him knowing. They dropped a couple of LSD tablets or whatever in there. And it's like, if he dies, you just committed murder. Yeah. Like, do you understand how fucking, like, serious how that bad is. that is? Yeah. Well. By the way, what does that say about you as a person if you're, like, drugging okay people. doing that to people? Yeah, yeah. Like, how many girls have you fucking drugged? You oh, my God. Well, my friend has been um we used to go to this bar and you know she told me that she and her friends have been drugged well like they've known people like they've been yeah. drugged at least once and they've found other people being drugged that's scary i do want to point out the fact that molly 
and ecstasy. Molly, Molly, I believe, is the pure form of ecstasy. Mm-hmm. And that drug was actually created for marriage counseling. It was created. Really? Yes. It was created to, you know, get all these emotions out and create this, you know, dig, dig, dig deep emotions, give you this euphoric feeling. So that way you guys could communicate like you get past the anger barrier and all that. But yeah, Molly was actually yeah. created for marriage counseling. I mean, or we could just have an open conversation. Well, <laughs> I mean, but not everybody is like us, babe. Not everybody can actually yeah. talk through their arguments. The only time I can talk to them is when I put on Tupac and take a couple of MDMA pills. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't understand. But, I mean, like this is sad because young kids, <clears throat> teenagers, I, I, I couldn't fathom what these dads had to go through. Well, a lot of, a lot of times it leads to this. It leads to sex. <sighs> A lot of people are having sex at festivals in broad daylight, in tents, not covering themselves. Well, that one chick was just talking about freaking dicks out all night. Pe- She's oh, yeah. like, oh, there were four penises people during the day. People are blowing each other. Look, and we heard earlier, the Gathering of the Jugglers, they did a centipede, human centipede. I don't know if you're familiar with I- that. There was a movie about it. Uh, basically, just there's a train of people basically bent over, mouth to asshole. And, ew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ew. Oh, I know. It's hot. Um. Okay, Kidding. I'm sorry. That doesn't bring any... <laughs> what? Okay, I, I don't think people realize... Like, Pe- Okay, hold on. First off, your body, there's like so much science to your body. It's crazy. And first of all, these people are like your, haven't bathed. They your, smell. Your pH balances oh. like naturally... There's nothing like, worse than a stinky butt. <laughs> okay, but like... All right, hold on. Think about it. If you're just screwing people at festivals, they're screwing other people. Are you going to go home and get tested? Like... This is, are you, are you going to freaking, are you on birth control? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to let some random stranger touch my body or put foreign objects in it. That's like. I would. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little weird. That's a little weird. And yeah. screwing in public like that. Like, well, you know, you're not going to like these what figures if people coming are, up. What if people are videotaping? Like, what if like. I think, I think at a certain point, well, these are like probably voyeurs. So they just don't care. Like they're, amor- what do you call them? Exhibitionists. They're just like like fucking in front of people. There's people that like that, you know. Yeah, There's people sure. that go to. Yeah, they're called porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> There's people that go to sports games and they'll have sex in like the top row of the of the you know the stadium. Maybe it's empty or whatever. Because it's know? thrilling. It's the risk, you know. It's like yeah. when people have sex in, in the, the car on the, on the highway when they're what? fucking going forty. It's like the thrill of like, oh, we might get caught. Tee hee. Who knows? Here, let me see your tit. Yeah, that's um, also dangerous and kind of stupid. Yeah. I mean, you know, and these are probably people without kids, I would think. <laughs> I know. Once you have kids, you We're really, talking low morals you here, You really man. have a whole new perspective <laughs> in life when you have kids. Yeah. Uh, but so. <laughs> yeah. There is a, a lot of sex. Strange, strange times we live in. Yeah. So, you know, look, I'm not saying I would do something like this. But it's out there. Yeah. There's a lot of people, and it might be a minority of people that attend these events, but if you attend these events, you have a higher chance of doing something like that. Debauchery, as I call it. I mean, it, it could, Does it, that make it, sense? could all, it could all suck you in, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's you the know? environment. It's like, oh, my friend's going and she's hooking up with that guy. I guess and I should. And everybody's too. fucked up around me. I should just join in. If you like... go, like, I think if you go to these, you should go with a friend and you sort of watch each other, like, uh, you know, uh, an accountability yeah, partner. Yeah, like a buddy buddy system. You're like, hey, yeah. make sure you don't get dragged away and I'll make sure I don't get dragged away, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm all for like seeing multiple bands in one day, but like, uh, this is just a whole nother level of no thank you for me. 
Yeah, I, I'll stick with just concerts. The best concert I've ever been to was Jay-Z and Kanye West. Yeah. No opening act. They get on stage an hour and a half late. Really? <laughs> and look, I had like, I was like seven rows from the front or whatever. Like literally, I can like touch them almost. They're like, you know, That's sweat. Crazy. I can see sweat coming off. There was fire. It was awesome. Ew, babe. You saw Kanye? It was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. This was like pre-crazy Kanye. <laughs> okay. This was pre-Kardashian, I think. Okay. Uh, they, or they might have just been dating at the time. It, well, at least he wasn't married, so it wasn't crazy yet. Uh, <laughs> she did it to him. Um, so, <laughs> so like, that's a more intimate setting. You get to experience the music that you love. You're with people who share similar, you know. Well, I mean, but in the lineup at a music festival, be what draws you to the music festival? Or is it the, the drugs and the sex and the environment no, that draws you I don't, to the music festival? No, I don't think it's necessarily just the music. Like, people, I don't think they're like I'm gonna go and listen to all 50 bands every fucking 24 hours of it like I just don't think that happens I'm gonna take a bunch of speed and do it all I think they're like oh okay I see that The Weeknd is performing in addition to a bunch of 40 you know 49 other bands like I like The Weeknd so I'll just go for that but I'm gonna kind of do my thing and you know oh there's a Ferris wheel and there's people selling dope over here oh my god like it's just a kind of a a an accumulation of things yeah uh, I guess yeah I don't know I think I'd rather go to a concert too yeah, just a concert. And they're well, cheaper, I'm sure. And, yeah. And you can get good seats. <laughs> and you don't have to smell. <laughs> this is true. You could still give hand jobs to people. Now Oh my gosh. Probably so, couldn't. I've had some crazy uh, stuff happen. Oh dear concerts. God. I won't I won't ask. Uh so thirty three point six percent of concert goers have had sex at a music festival. Hold on. How many? Thirty three point six percent. I've had sex. Now Electric Forest leads the way with thirty percent. So a third of attendants that went to the Electric Forest Festival admit to having sex. In. That's just the okay, ones that have so admitted it. What if you have sex at night in your tent with your significant other? Is there anything wrong with that? I mean, yeah, I guess there is. If there are people in a freaking tent right next to you. That's just weird people. I don't think that matters. You're Ugh. still in. That's like us going to the mall, setting up a tent, and then having sex in it next to <laughs> J- JCPenney. <laughs> I mean, I think they're just it's big. They're just yeah, what big do you different. mean it's just their significant? Like, it's just not something you're supposed to do. No, but they, clearly it doesn't yeah. matter because 30% of people are doing well, it. Well, go home, put on some jazz music, and have sex with your wife. Like, it's that easy. Put on jazz music? Ew. Yeah, once again, He's bon- making us sound bon- old. We don't do once again, that, Bonnaroo, Burning Man, and Ultra are up there. These EDC, Electric Daisy Carnival, these, like, these, uh, what are they, what's the name EDMs, of that music called? Electric EDM? Dance. Yeah. I actually like it. That stuff's just dangerous. <laughs> I like, I like, I like running to it. Yeah. Because it's, it's got high, fast tempo. So it does make you run fast. And uh, almost 50%, if you want to run those numbers off, maybe I the top five. I am trying to see. We're going down, down. Um, That's top what she 10 said. musical festivals for oral sex. Oh. 46.4%. Wow, there's like major glare, babe. Love her. Um, okay. Oh, sorry. 40, 46.4% of music festival attendees have had oral sex with someone they'd Ooh. just met. Ew. Get it, Ew. boy. Get it. Go ahead. Suck and... my fucking pecker. <laughs> Babe, catch some herpes while you're at it. Yeah, not a Frickin good idea. Burning Man, okay, is 28.2%. Okay, first off, who the fuck is just going to a musical festival? Festival. <laughs> it's like the second time. To to give oral to strangers. That's weird. That's you take, not normal. You take drugs. That's not you're normal. You're in an inebriated state. Like, hey, man, people get horny when they're like on okay, some of this stuff. But, ugh. Hey, this yeah. is my favorite band, man. But STDs, they're like, mm. they they are they are very real. 
That's okay. So electric forest is twenty point nine percent. So Burning Man brings in the top. Burning Man apparently Burning is, Man is a really disaster. Bad Do not leave festival. your kids out of that one. They're twenty eight point two percent. Electric Forest is twenty point nine percent. EDC Electric Daisy Carnival is eighteen point seven percent. Ultra is eighteen point three. And we go all the way down to iHeartRadio Music Festival. What the fuck? Six point seven percent. Even still, people getting blowjobs from strangers or oral because I guess I could go either way. Like that's just. Yeah. Well, you know it's not happening at a DJ Khaled concert because <laughs> nobody's going to that. You're just gonna have dudes. Hey. Just dudes blowing each other. I like DJ Khaled, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's actually a, a shocking numbers for that kind of nonsense. So here's what are, are these people? Some doing? of the best places to have sex at a, at a festival. Where do you think is the best place to have sex at a festival? Tent. On a nice blow up bed on a tent. In the car. Classy. <laughs> Classy. Yeah, back to the car park in the car. I would say definitely not the toilets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Can you imagine those toilets? Um, and the tent's quite good because the rustle of the wind covers up the noise of the set. And the music. <laughs> the best place. Yeah. This is not the question I was expecting. <laughs> no, on, the, on the ride. Ah. On the carousel. How do you even have sex on a Ferris wheel without people knowing? You sit on somebody's lap. I was thinking vertigo. Give it to me, Daddy. Babe. Uh, yeah, I had a bit of a festival fling. <laughs> we went out with the I didn't, had a ride laugh. I didn't know there were rides. Some of them. Uh, I don't know which one they're at here. And then when we go back to the tent, it was a matter of zipping it up and just getting down to it. It was very much. This uh, is clearly somewhere in Europe, I would think. Yeah. It was very good as well. Definitely, yeah. You can only really have sex with anyone at a festival on, on the, the first, first night. Day. Sausages, <laughs> burgers, and much, chips. Uh, it's in the I background. Guess. I'm guessing they're in England. Depressing. Yeah. What do you think? Well, it's the lack of hygiene, clearly. <laughs> You'd have to be mad. She's got her tongue pierced, so she knows what she's down for. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. The one guy, oh, the, the, the guy at the Juggalo concert was saying how doctors and lawyers and all. I don't want to. No, I can't see I people it. of that stature being associated. I have a PhD. In with, clownology. <laughs> yeah, not with, happening. I mean... Nice try. And even... No, music festivals, I will say, I have a hippie friend who is a lawyer, and she loves music festivals. She's just a big, you know, hippie, and she is a really good lawyer, and she manages the both of them. Good for her. <laughs> but, like, by all means, I don't think this is my cup of tea. All right. Well, you heard it here. Yeah, right? All right. Moving on. Mosh pits. <clears throat> Mosh pits. Last but not least. Yeah, I um, I I frankly, I just don't get mosh pits. They're just, you know, I'm not like Mr. Safety Guard over here, but like they're just yes, dangerous and unnecessary. He's let's use the crosswalk signal. <laughs> That's him. Yeah, mosh pits are are just. I've a mess. been in more mosh pits than I can count. Yeah, you were saying before we started <laughs> filming, you were saying you've been in mosh pits. Yeah, it's multiple. Well, first of all, where? Okay. Um, exactly. When I was like 13. I was a punk. 13. Yeah, when I was thirteen, I was I was I was a punk, um, and I used to go to <laughs> underground shows in Philly. Those fuckers. Whoa, they have. Wait, well, at thirteen, how are you able to get in? I I don't know. I got in the car with my boyfriend who had a mohawk, and we went and got into a freaking I don't know. Jesus. So the um, I just I I. I 
I did some things. And today he wears so. clown makeup. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, he was a really good artist. But anyways, um, we they are in leather jackets with nails. Nails. Nails sticking out. Not just studs, because I had studs. These were fucking nails. Yeah, they work at home um, depot. And yep, the boots, the steel tip <laughs> yeah. boots are pretty common. It's it's almost like, and then you see people with brass knuckles and they're just swinging them around. I would go in and do a little skank dance here and there. And Sandra I mean, because May. a skank dance is like a scob, like you're kicking your legs out kind of thing. But I'm so small, I somehow always got pulled into mosh pits. I don't know how. And they always... Nobody can see you. They always form around me too. And I'm I'm the front person like pushing people off. I'm a tiny person. I've had people collapse on me. I mean, I've never gotten like seriously injured in mosh pits, but I've been in my fair share. Um, And I usually know when to get out when you get the really drunk fuckers that are just like balls out like <sighs> let's fight like and it's and you can tell the difference between people who are moshing and people who are fighting like the people who are fighting it gets 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 pretty violent well it, they it clearly, actually people get pissed off and they're like get the fuck out like yeah you know it clearly depends on the type of music you go to see and clearly i went to a lot of rock yeah and, like you're not gonna see a lot punk. of this like classical jazz like you, you know what i was shocked about michael Puble, yeah, <laughs> man, fuck yeah i was i was i was shocked going to a 311 concert and having mosh pits i was kind of like wait what that's yeah that's common but i mean it, but it, i didn't expect that going to mm. a 311 concert i was and i've been to multiple you know and I was like, wait, what? Sublime, uh, Nirvana. But I would never have, like, in my mind, I'm like... Insane. It doesn't... <laughs> kidding. Insane. It, does, <laughs> it doesn't add up. But yeah, um, I've, I've been in more You've than I can in, count. In, yeah. But I'm thankful that I You've was You've stormed like, Normandy, is <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. Okay. I mean, they're Same wild. Thing. Sometimes you get a little scared Same for thing. your... A little scared for your... Especially because I'm five foot one. You know, and I'm a, a petite person, so like at the very you've l- got six <clears throat> foot five dudes flailing their bodies around. You're like, oh my god, I'm gonna die! At the very <laughs> least, you should have crowd surfed. That would have uh, been adorable. You know what though? You're afraid of people. I this is gonna sound so weird, Touching but I was I was parts, afraid yeah. of people like groping my body, trying to slip a finger in or something weird. I know that sounds so weird. Stealing things, ripping jewelry off, like. There's just, there's, I took risks, but I was smart in my risk taking. Yeah, apparently it's a problem in uh, Coachella. They're having a lot of problem with like groping really? assaults and things like that against women. Yeah. See, that's scary. Like that, that'll, that'll F a person up, man. Mm-hmm. Like that'll really mess somebody up. So I try not to put myself in this scenarios <laughs> anymore. Well, interesting enough, scientists have actually, stu- scientists <laughs> have studied mosh pits. Yeah, because it's. Okay, because they want to know like how does it start? What does it look like? Starts from people beating each other's shoulders up a little bit. So mosh pits consist of moshers who move randomly, randomly and collide in an undirected manner. So they act, they say, like gas molecules. Yeah, right? kind so, of bouncing around all the place. Right. Yeah. If you light, and you're just bouncing off. If bodies. you light a can of gas, it's going to explode. It's sort of like a, what a mosh pit is. So you have this like outer shell of yep. people that protect I've, you. I've been the outer shell more mm-hmm. times I'm than I can sure count. I'm sure you have, babe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and inside you just bounce undirected, sort of randomized all around into each other just no direction whatsoever whatsoever yeah but sometimes it's way more violent than it needs to so, be so reach sorry researchers watched one over 100 youtube videos of moshers found and analyzed six really good videos and determined uh, like i said that um it's basically 
like chaos. It's yeah. like chaos theory, I guess. I don't know if that's the right phrase to use, but yeah, it's um, like a gas molecule. It's just this combustion of activity. There's no <laughs> rhyme or reason for it. It could happen at any time. Yeah, and it usually <laughs> happens right in front of me. It's really scary when you're like really into a show and then all of a sudden people in front of you just start moshing. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I got to get out of here. Like, right. And you just, you have to pull back. <clears throat> I've had to pull back plenty of times. And to add, just like a gas molecule, uh, it has sort of a temperature, so it could start off fast. It has a hot mosh pit, yeah, which then cools over time, and uh, you know it might last for two to three minutes. That's what she said, and oh eventually the mosh stops. It's almost like a cyclone. I know. I've seen moshes go on for like a long time. It, um, some of I them mean, probably last for the entire length of a song, yeah. for example. Or the entire length of a set. Right. Now, <laughs> that's not to be confused with a circle pit, which is like a mosh pit, except it moves in a cyclone-like, sort of like a tornado. Really? Yeah. So you get even more people involved, and there is direction. So once again, this Wait, is something how? scientists I've have I've never studied. heard of a circle pit before. It's uh, They create a vortex. Uh, so Mantras you have your can large outer shell, non-zero angular movement. Right, and uh, and much like a tornado, um, and you know, I guess like a mosh pit, like there is a lot of chaos, but also there is a temperature to it as well. It, it speeds up, especially during fast songs. And then it so people are just kind of bit. running around in circles, <laughs> uh, and like some are going one direction and some are going the other. Yeah, from the information that I'm gathering down right, here. Right. So you remember, like when you would go into a pool and create a whirlpool. Yeah. And the, Right, yeah. and then you would you would create the circle, so the circular and motion, the and then you would try way. to go the opposite way and fight like the resistance. So right? you think that's what's happening? It's here. Sort of like that, yeah, exactly. Why people do it? I think it's just kind of curiosity uh, meets danger <laughs> meets high on drugs <laughs> against the flow. Let's go against <laughs> the flow. Down with the man, <sighs> man. Um, uh, so really interesting. I, I to some the people maybe. Pit, that's new to me. I've yeah, never. I didn't hear it. I've never about it until I started researching. I this just one. know yep. traditional moshing. And then um, we actually have uh, a brief history of mosh pits, and uh, basically how they've uh, evolved over time. And interesting enough, like hip hop is actually partly responsible for it. What? In addition to Nirvana. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. R.I.P. Kerp. Whoops. Love you, Kurt. Many of today's biggest rappers are known for their rambunctious show is filled with crowd surfing, stage diving, and crazy mosh pits. Man, it's like you got a show, and especially my shit, you need to be sweating, you know, like some type of steam, raging. Yo, you know, you just gotta live life, man. And it ain't no mosh pit if they no injuries. I got them stage diving at the nosebleeds. <laughs> While moshing is part of the appeal for some fans, it's not without its hazards, ranging hey, from a bloody nose to some broken limbs. But we wanted to dig deeper and understand what makes people want to mosh. I think the draw of moshing, which is very exciting to look at, especially again, remember, mostly young males, young males are risk takers. That's Paul Wertheimer, a crowd safety expert and CEO of CrowdSafe. He spent the last 20 years researching moshing from inside the pit, and he told us that there's more to it than meets the eye. There's crowd surfing, there used to be stage diving uh, by fans, <laughs> there's insane. a slam pit, there's all kinds of things going on. While moshing has definitely evolved over time, one thing has stayed the same. 
same. For many concertgoers, it's kind of an emotional release. Mostly young males with a lot I of hate energy my life. Take their frustration <sighs> by being I hate really you, aggressive. Dad. Though moshing can be violent, it also gives participants a sort of safe space where that kind of aggression and physical contact is allowed and often encouraged. I don't know. You share I've seen some wild shit. If everybody likes the music of the artist. So it's a communal experience. It's physical. It's consensual. I could do the jumping part. Contact. I just can't do the moshing Despite part. Despite its massive popularity <laughs> at rap shows today, the origins of moshing date back to punk shows of the late 70s and early 80s. Yeah. Well, it comes from the idea That's of where I started the slam pits Not of the 80s. Back then, of the but... punk underground punk scene. Underground punk would, scene. Uh, dance around, throw yeah. their arms up, throw their legs up, bounce yeah. into people. Skank They're not out there to hurt each other. Skank They're out there dancing. getting their aggressions out. I mean, they got a lot of pent-up angers and hates oh, and frustrations. Oh man, I hate my like life and my job, man. It's just a release. Early punk, hardcore, and metal bands almost always had some form of moshing, slam dancing, or stage diving at their shows. But back then, for true fans, it was considered an art form. Hardcore was about the band and the kids are equal. And that's why slab dancing was okay. That's why stage diving was okay, because you were at really at one with the band. By the 1990s, this style of dancing and moshing at shows slowly became more mainstream, thanks to the emergence of grunge. But it got really physical, consistently physical, with, heavy with metal. the grunge scene out oh, of really? Seattle because of the mixture of heavy metal, metal and slum culture. Yeah. I mean, remember in 1994, a lot of bands saw moshing at Woodstock that never saw it before. Until yeah, this point, moshing Woodstock had really been largely helps. absent from traditional <laughs> Ice Cube, Ice Tea, back in the days, back in the 90s, you know, where it was like, mostly uh, Like, no joke, like there's concerts that like Limp Biscuit and Corn and all that yeah. used to play at. Like, that's where anybody, I've seen a lot of period. moshing well, take that place. Things change that's when where I would expect it. It's not like that's where it started, but not out of rap. their own concerts and music videos. We got the chorus. From Nirvana, That's a big one, like yeah. That's what I people rap, from. people we mosh at rap concerts? Hip -hop Songs like this. Baby. Slam dancing in the, order to, in the gym just like that. Yeah, but I can see this more as a, a dance, like a communal, like enjoying it. Look at that, see you're already moving to it. Yeah, it but I, wanna, I, I, I can't see people moshing to that shit. Among a white youth. Slam dancing could take off if the crowd was mostly like that. But now, things are different. We culture. Rap is the new rock and roll. We the rock stars. I Countless agree. Countless hip-hop acts have incorporated moshing into their live acts and I, music videos. I want to know. We mosh How? because artists How want what? to see us active and give back to them this is the true. feelings, the emotion they're trying to to communicate with us with their music. But there's also a dark side. It's hitting other people, it's knocking people over. Yeah. It depends. It can be trampling on people. I've been trampled on. In late yeah. 2017, yeah. Travis Scott was sued by a fan who was paralyzed following Whoa. his show in New York City. Turn the lights on. They won't catch you. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. And back in 2014, oh Tyler the Creator was arrested for inciting a riot at his show at South, South by Southwest. Southwest. I the guy who controls. I remember that. Controls the mic. I know you probably don't. Controls wow. the crowd to a large extent. I don't and if your favorite artist tells you to do something, you're not going to think about whether this is smart so or not. So guy got paralyzed. Now it seems moshing. I guess nobody called really him. Aren't going anywhere anytime soon. And crowds are still going to get hyped for their favorite artists, however they can. But Paul still had some advice as a veteran of the pit. It's a lot of fun. I mean, the fact is, moshing can be a lot of fun. You don't feel comfortable in a crowd. Get out when you can, while you can. Don't be. Don't feel like you're a weakling. Just get out and get to a safe place.
So yeah. the problem, what people, what I've, from my experience from concert going like outside um, in the heat of the summer with alcohol in my system, just standing there, you get really, really fucking hot. Um, and the heat from just the being in the heat and all the bodies around you, it's overwhelming. Like you feel like you, you know, you need to hydrate. You feel like you're going to pass out. So like exuding all that physical energy in a mosh, you know, with all of that additional heat from all the bodies, all the alcohol, the smoking, everything going on around you. Like, I think it's, it's, it's dangerous if you're not smart about it. Like, yeah, there's, there's plenty of fun ways to, you know, get your aggression and anger out and mosh appropriately, I guess, if you have it. But, right. um, there's there's a lot of risks to that too. Do you want to show up to work with the black eye on Monday? Like, yeah, I mean, as we as we demonstrated, I hope, um, and hopefully, the takeaway from this is like, you know, these festivals are fun in theory. You can go and have a good time and be safe and you have just, a great experience, but it could just also be, be careful. A... Go with people you know. Yeah, um, and we're not judging anybody for who does anything that we right. spoke of, like whatever to each his own. Just know what's know. out. Like, there's a lot of sex. Be there's aware. a lot of drugs. Yeah, uh, a lot of uh, probably inappropriate touching. A lot of poop. Yeah, because people assume like, <laughs> look, if thirty percent of the people are having sex there, there's probably an assumption on their behalf that like, oh well, okay, everyone that's here is fair game. I guess that's they know the rules. Yeah. They know the game. So, uh, yeah. And you wouldn't want to be preyed upon if you were under the influence Mm -hmm. of something. Yeah. And just be careful out there, ultimately. Eh, just go to a concert. (laughs) 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 I mean, I wonder how COVID's going to change these freaking festivals. Festivals are a done deal this year, at (sighs) least. It's so sad. I have friends in in the entertainment industry, and unfortunately, like, they do light production and all that stuff. And there's just hundreds of thousands of people out of work because we don't have entertainment anymore uh, it's really sad and that was his livelihood like and he was really good at it as of i think last month um some artists are trying to have concerts now outdoor concerts and basically you stay like in your car for it yeah they are but people are getting out of their people are getting out of their cars and interacting with one another and they're not supposed to do that but they don't care i mean you, you could, look you let's can just only open the floodgates and just get back to normal and say come on people all right know. let's we'll wrap see this about up that well be sure to like share and follow us on youtube itunes instagram facebook spotify google podcast soundcloud and stitcher and be sure to tune in next week to episode 20 reality check um with our lovely friend kelsey i can't believe it's number 20 already 20 wow, weeks i know we've been doing this can you believe this since the start of the pandemic do you see this sh- he's drug me through life <laughs> life is hard with this one yes. i'm joking actually life is great you but celebrated your birthday recently i did yay yeah. whoop, whoop. i'll hey, be uh, 30 forever yeah um, don't ask <laughs> all right well thank you for listening thank you for watching uh, however you're getting this once again you can google yeah. us search for sorry not sorry podcast look for this logo also on the eight platforms that you mentioned uh, thank you for watching listening tune in next week once again for reality check yes and uh, we'll see you there love you love myself see you guys later take care bye everybody bye thanks for listening if you enjoyed the show head on over to our youtube page and be sure to like share and subscribe to be notified of future episodes catch you later